Oh, computer, please survive. This is the hardest thing you'll do today. All right, the computer made it. <laughs> Hi, everybody. That's it. I saw no, the I, I saw the CPU uh, percentage go up to like eighty, and I was like, "Uh oh," <laughs> but we're good. <laughs> we're back down to a cool thirty. Anyway, oh shit, uh, the countdown's still here. Get out of here, countdown. There we go. Hi, Hi. everybody. Welcome to another episode of Best of Five. Uh, my name is Elon, and uh, I am joined by my fellow cohorts, uh, John Velociraptor Guerrero and Steve hey, nice. Ace King Officer Jerk. Uh, that's not Steve's name. Oh, did we only get one week's worth of main squeeze? Yeah. We, we need three subs. We need three more subs in order to... Yes, we're, we're, we're scheduled to go back to Ace King Offsuit on Twitter uh, at the end of the show. So, if we do get three subs, I will... What was that? Definitely wasn't... Uh, uh, no, it was just the uh, intro ad for the stream that I was booting up on my phone. I hadn't muted my phone. I'm so sorry, guys. Man, I don't believe you. We're probably not going to... I mean, it was porn. Sorry, it was porn. Okay, now I believe you. Um, what? What was that? <laughs> was that a... Did someone have speak speaky talk computer tech? <laughs> what is happening? We're, we're, we're a fighting game show, allegedly. Allegedly. Although, recently... You know, we'll get into plenty of fights. The people will get what they want. But we don't have to rush to get there. We got an hour we're and a cool. half. Will they and get shit's what they not want? Not really though? happening. Yes, they will. will I need. I, I'm. I'm tired of these can't do or maybe won't do attitudes, guys. Can't. I'm it's not a can't it. do. It's not a can't do. It's that our audience. No, you're right. I, I is a diverse myself. group of people. You know, there isn't a one size fits all solution for all of them to give them what they want out of the show. Maybe some yeah, of them so want uh, some sex. Wait, what? I can't chill. I, chilling is not... I do enough chilling outside of this. Actually, no, I I'm need to do I'm not sure that you do. That's my problem. Yeah. That's... <laughs> you need to pull a, uh, Mr. Freeze from Batman and Robin. And do nothing but ice punts for the next 90 minutes? Yeah. Chill. Chill out. What's, it, what's the doctor... Oh, it's, uh, wait, what's his name? Arnold Schwarzenegger. What's what's the what's Doctor Freeze's real name? Victor. Is it Victor? Because there's like Victor Freeze. I don't. Is it? Yes. F R I E S. Okay. There's so many. You know how I know that? Because he was in Injustice. There's no. He wasn't. Was he? No, he wasn't. It's Captain Cold. That's an Injustice. Captain Cold. Uh, Damn it. But yeah, there's so (laughs) many. I tried to bring it around. (laughs) What? Yeah, that sounds like, the, the like such a weird ass fake. That's like the superhero that the kid on a made-for-TV movie is super into. Mm. To be like, fair, like any Cold. superhero or hero character with man in their name or woman also sounds like that. Mega Man, like how long did it take you to get to that? You three-year-old child, you know, Mega Man. It's All funny right, go you, with it. It's funny you say that. Uh, one of my favorite comics growing up was the Doom Patrol, and now they have a show on DC Universe, uh, which everybody should watch, by the way, because it's awesome. But my favorite part about it is uh, it's 
Elastic Girl, Robot Man, Negative Man, and Crazy James. Is it just like <laughs> Negative Man's the dude who just like kind of poo poos on everyone's ideas all the time? All right, no, let, let no. me let me ask this of you, John, and the rest of the chat. How many people are actually subscribed to DC Universe in chat? I had Not to me. cancel mine recently. Because it's, it, it seems sort of like Nickelback, where the, there's people out there, but I just haven't met them. There's people who've bought Nickelback albums. There's people who are subscribed to DC Universe. I just but here's the, the, okay. Allegedly, they're out does there. DC, hold on. Yeah, well, does DC Universe have uh, the Harley Quinn uh, like yes. R-rated? Okay, yeah. So it's that's awesome. all that I know is on there, and it absolutely grabbed my attention as I'm scrolling on Facebook because, of course, it does. It's all sexualized and whatever, yada yada. It's you not. guys thought the same thing. Well, I, I'm, I'm sure that it oh, I, it could be different when you're actually watching, but it's very clear how they're marketing it when they when you see those ads. It's like so on the nose, and you're still like, oh, let's see what happens. Like, yeah. And then, uh, but I bet you a lot of people got sucked in for that. Hmm. I didn't. So I never watched any. So I heard about it Ooh, by hey, word of mouth. So I'd never seen the ads for it. But I don't think the like the whole the whole premise of it is like you know Harley Quinn trying to be a supervillain in like a supervillain woman in a supervillain man's world, which is hilarious in its own way. Is that what it is? Yeah, and it's fucking hilarious. The first line of the cartoon, when you boot it up and you watch it, it's fellow old rich white or a fellow old rich men, my fellow whites. And then they're just on a yacht. It's like a bunch of shitty old white men on a yacht with like a pile of money. Uh, Dude, that sounds like it's trying too hard. There's a lot of... uh, It's it's not, though. That's the thing. It's not. I haven't seen it, so I can't pass judgment. But from what you said so far, because that's the trend right now, this, this like, on-the-nose, like, uh, we've just had a shift, right, socially, and there are a lot more women in lead roles and focuses on those kinds of things. There are a handful of, of, uh, of attempts at it that are way just... They're just doing it for the concept, and they're not doing it for like the articulation of a great story. Mm-hmm. Ozark is not that. Ozark has some fucking char- like strong female characters, and I'm like 100% like I'm not distracted by the writing of it having to be that. So some are doing it right, but it's like there's a lot of tryhards out there with yeah. that right well, now. And that's playing. the thing. But th- that's the thing about this is they're making fun of all this. They're completely oh, wait, wait, making what? fun okay. of all I'm, this. I'm intrigued. Yeah, yeah like uh, the hilarious part is like Batman is still the good guy, right? And... <laughs> It's so funny because, uh, like, the way they label a bunch of other characters uh, is so ridiculously, like, beyond out there, like, over the top. Like, example. And if you can, use an example from the Injustice fighting games. Joker. Our character that's in those. Okay, good, great. Joker is an absolute piece of shit of a human being, which he always is, right? But you never see, like the the home side of joker so like it's this whole like it's like the it's they they dive into their relationship right like the harley quinn and joker relationship where you know it's like super abusive and harley is like the submissive uh woman and uh joker is like you know just a giant asshole and like just leads her around when he wants etc etc uh so it's Mm -hmm. the like the like the amount that they push it makes it hilariously funny because it's so ridiculous and not to mention they have so many good sound bites like the first time the joker sees batman 
in this, which is like right after uh, that first line that I just talked about. It's literally like the first five minutes of uh, the first five minutes of the first episode. First time you see Batman, you know, it's Batman like coming down from the bat copter or something because they're on a boat. And Joker just goes, Jesus, this guy. And to me, that's just like the funniest fucking shit ever. Because it's like they have all of these really good sound bites that in out of context, I'm sure they probably like you're probably thinking I'm a fucking lunatic. But in context, they're so fucking we, we, funny. We thought that for a while, Alon. We, we love you. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm, I don't dispute that fact, but uh, I think DC Universe is one of the more underrated services out there that people should give a look into because they not only have the Harley Quinn uh, cartoon, which I think they're having a new season of it in May. Uh, they have uh, the Doom Patrol, which the first season was fucking amazing. It's hilarious. It's so good. It's uh, it's exactly what I wanted out of like growing up with those comics. And the unfortunately untimely canceled Swamp Thing they only have one season of it and then it got canceled but it's fucking amazing it's so good like all like the the acting is great the concept is great the visuals are great dude shout outs to our sponsor dc universe by the way for i this just one. really <laughs> like dc universe man I really yeah like no, totally. all of us do did you get a free subscription no i did not i bought my subscription <laughs> i'm kidding with don't you. they no, have it's, like it's a total worthwhile. of seven shows right now how much is it? Ten bucks a month? I think it's less. I think it's like seven. But uh, oh, show. so they have. I, I know they have the Titans, but I kind of hated the Titans to be honest. Uh, not a fan. Uh, I'm not a fan of the way they portray the Titans in the DC Universe show. I think it's fucking shitty. I don't like it, so I'm not watching it. Uh, it's eight dollars a month. Thank you. I've actually time. pulled it up. I've actually pulled it up. Um. Here's here's their entire programming. Titans, Doom Patrol, Swamp Thing, mm-hmm. DC Universe All-Star Games, DC Daily, Young Justice, Harley Quinn. That is it. Yeah. And then every DC, more than a dollar a show. And then every DC comic ever. Okay, okay. That and part... Batman Animated Adventures and all the other old cartoons from the DC Universe, including Justice League, I think might be in there. Dude, they have a lot of shit in there. It's it's an okay. underrated yeah, subscription that's their... service. Okay, okay. You, you throw in the comics, you throw in the older shows. Yeah, okay. Batman Beyond. I'm just afraid of of falling into the well. I gotta subscribe to every single service all of a sudden trap. And I only get something if there's if there's a show that I absolutely want. Like I got Hulu for Rick and Morty and South Park, and then anything else beyond that. Like there's some like Dave uh, and Barry's on there now, but. That's like the only reason I'll get something is that there's a show I absolutely like go out of my way to see. Otherwise, it's like I'm I'm good with my Netflix. Like I don't even my girlfriend always wants to go out to Redbox. She's like, "Do you want to go get a Redbox?" I'm like, "We have all of Hulu and all of Netflix. Like that's uh, we have movies at home." You know, so I don't um, get it. You know, it's funny, uh Redbox I think at the like sometime last year they were getting rid of their gaming division. And I'm, I think I mentioned that on the show. If I didn't, I'm a giant asshole. But they were basically, like, selling all of their games. Like, all of the games that were in the box, they were just selling them. So I got the new Call of Duty Modern Warfare for 25 bucks, <laughs> Like, three days after it released. Oh, right on. I don't know if they still have them. 
But if they do, uh, all the Switch games got sold out like immediately, like the day they announced it. It's kind of shame. But anyway, that's my experience with Redbox. I bought a game and then I went to go pick it up, and it was a bizarre experience. I think I still have the box over here. Hold on. Hold on. Holding. I'm holding. Found it. Hey Steve, while he's doing that, found it. Oh hey, right on. It's red. Glad. Did we have any tournaments this weekend? Uh, there were actually a few different ones. Uh, I don't have graphics for them uh, because I work in an essential industry and our workload is literally nine times the amount it was last year at this time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we work. Um, I don't want to say, but it's uh, basically okay. retail logistics. So. Okay. All supporting all of that good stuff, making sure people have food and whatnot. It's fun, fun times. Um, My girlfriend so, works at the community food bank. So. Oh, see, that is noble work. That is noble. He's feeling it too. Speaking of noble work, you guys see it. Thank you, Kwanzai. Thank you uh, for. <laughs> thank you for subscribing to every subscription service out there, including ours. Much appreciated. Yeah, you're the best. Um, Good shit. Uh, yeah, it's insane to, to realize we've been Is doing this for as long as we have. Um, yes, no, well, not officially, but it, they were one of the first. But I think it was like, um, I think it was like we're starting to get into the thirty month. Uh, like in the first, in the next couple weeks, we'll start seeing the first thirty month. Uh, oh, yeah. Subscribers, what do we do? Oh, I'm sorry. Finish your thought, and then I'm going to bring up what I want to bring up. So, this past weekend we had a few different events. Uh, we had uh, Lunar Phase. Uh, we also had the World Serpent Championship, which is uh, we've seen some multi-day online events, but this was probably the one that was structured closest to a traditional tournament. It was uh, it was for Blaze Blue Central Fiction, but it was a multi-day event. They had a tournament in the U uh, in Europe, in Japan, uh, in the U.S. on PSN and Steam. So it was they had three one v ones, three v threes. You had that going down. Uh, you had Pound Online, which was a Smash tournament, uh, and they. I forget which organization announced it, but there's one coming up in the next couple of weeks that will have a player cap of 8,000, and it's probably going to hit it very soon. Um, I'm blanking on the name, though. If any, if anyone in the chat knows that, uh, remind me, please. Dang, and then... Uh, That's a lot of people. Yeah, it's a lot of people. And then uh, there was also a celebrity... Mortal Kombat tournament, which took place on Facebook Gaming. Uh, that was won by Austin Creed, a.k.a. WWE's Xavier Woods. Uh, but that had Ronda Rousey was part of that. Uh, Harley Mornstein from Epic Mealtime, if you remember Epic Mealtime. Yep. Uh, Jay from Jay and Silent Bob was in it. Um, so pretty cool. I didn't get a chance to check it out because it was happening while during work, but uh, yeah, so just a few of the things that went down uh, this past week. That's dope. Um, man, I haven't heard 
that name Harley Morgenstein forever. Morgenstein. Morgenstein? Morgenstein. Uh, Morenstein. Morenstein. Um, it's crazy. wonder if those guys are still making giant sandwiches that they can't eat. My favorite part about Epic Mealtime was whenever they would curse, they would just, instead of bleeping it, they would just have like a, a caw, like a seagull sound. I used to Is that where that's from? That. <laughs> I never watched, um, I think I like, watched an episode or something like that, but not much. Yeah, I no, used to have uh, a bacon strips t-shirt. Like bacon strips and bacon strips and bacon strips. Mm -hmm. You don't have that anymore? I, well, I still have it, but it's torn up. Mm. Uh, so, I found the info for that uh, Smash tournament. It's called The Box. It's got a $10,000 uh, prize, and it's free to enter. Uh, it's being organized by Team Liquid uh, with Hungry Box, as well as the NFL's Le'Veon Bell. So they're hooking that up. Uh, that's going to run... Uh, May 8th through 10th. And I will put the link uh, to that in Wait, the chat. The, N the NFL? It, well, it's not Indeed. through the NFL. It's through NFL player Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell? Okay. Yeah. Who's What's the other? The NBA crew? Le'Veon Ball? Yeah, I was thinking of the guy with his dad. Of LeVar Ball. LeVar different guy. LeVar. Completely different guy. Mm -hmm. No. Okay. no Separate, completely his, separate. His entities. son plays for uh, a New Zealand team. Lakers. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, Lamar. He has three you sons. Know, yes. Well, the one of them plays for some team in Australia, which is pretty good. And then he ran into uh, who's that NBA player with the last name Hampton? Uh, his son's name is RJ Hampton, but he plays in that same league. And then they ran into each other, and RJ Hampton blocked the shit out of Lamar Ball. It's pretty dope. <laughs> You know, uh, this whole big, like, movement towards more online events or, like, higher stakes online events happened even faster than I thought it was going to. Uh, but I guess that's, like, come. To, you should expect that when you have a community like Smash and a situation like this. It's going to jumpstart it, right? And with there's so many people out there, so many people playing online, it only makes sense. But we've also been seeing uh, trends on uh, social media. It was, like, 10,000 10, tweets about it. Uh, and probably more by the end of the day. But when I last checked, it was 10,000. Uh, people saying fix Ultimate Online and having issues with the way the game plays online. So now there's a huge heat-seeking missile line of focus on making online better for Smash. Mm -hmm. Which uh, I think is really important and, and worth discussing, right? Because in general, like that, that's where fighting games are going. And this whole coronavirus quarantine has made uh, just expedited the process. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, oh man, I think the fact that the switch is meant to be played on the go and it's meant for people to walk around with it, well, not walk around with it, but you know what I mean? It makes it such a bad avenue to be played online because like it, it's design is meant for you to be moving around, which makes like connections unstable in the first place. Like uh, whenever I well, played, sure. I mean, whenever I played uh, Mario Tennis, which I really got into Mario Tennis because that game was awesome. Uh, it felt like 
I would play people sometimes where if they started losing, they would start lagging real bad. And it was like a drastic enough difference to where I had then come up with this theory on my head that they would just go into their bathroom where the Wi-Fi is shitty and just play in their bathroom because it made the connection bad. Mm. So I started doing it and it uh, worked. Apparently just like, really? you no. can just like mash on, um, you can start mashing on your controller and it seems to, at least in the examples of Street Fighter Five, you see that streamers, I think it was like a Brian F talked about how if you stun somebody and you've got a free combo in them on the corner and you smashing DP, there's usually, if they're doing it, there's usually a, a slowdown and then the DP comes out. So they've actually, people like Brian F have baked it into their strategies to if they're in that situation where a DP is likely to sniff it out or they see the slowdown, they just drop their combo and block on purpose because that's, I mean, obviously a, a valid strategy in the realm of online. Hey, you know, mash it out and, and see what happens. So, um, but like, if we're getting into how much money is this upcoming? Five thousand dollars? Ten? Ten thousand? Ten thousand dollars? Like that's not nothing, right? Uh, it's, and it's not uh, nothing. Yeah, but, and, and for online, like twenty minutes ago, that was a crazy like what you would never put ten thousand dollars in an online fighting game tournament, and now all of a sudden, oh, it's happening like you know, whenever it's happening. But <laughs> what were you saying, Steve? Uh, I was gonna say, you know. This isn't the first Nintendo title to not have an on, a fantastic online experience. In fact, an online experiences haven't really been uh, Nintendo's strong suit uh, when it mm. comes to consoles in general. Um, so I don't know how big of a deal, how much pressure this would actually put on Nintendo. Uh, because remember... We're talking about a game that has sold over 18 million copies at this point. Mm-hmm. You know, even if you, there's a large base that cares about uh, tournament play and really feels every bit of of issue when there is an issue online. But there's a massive, massive chunk of of their audience that just doesn't care, and that's not an insult to them. That's just what happens when you have a massive audience? Yep. You know, you have mm-hmm. more people who are casually involved, and it's not going to be a make or break thing for them. Most mm-hmm. of the people who are, you know, where are they going to go? If the next Smash game comes out, whenever it does come out, are, are they going to go to Brawlhalla? They're going to drop Smash for Brawlhalla or Rivals of Aether? I don't think so. You know, they kind of have that 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 platform. Uh, no pun intended, to themselves, more or less. That's good. And you're not wrong in the current climate, but as these numbers grow and as more and more people tune into esports and as it becomes more and more of a thing, I can see a, a future where the esports side and the investment from people to both or to either play or watch competitive Smash via online tournaments grows so significant that it shows up on Nintendo's radar. But with where we're at right now, yeah, you're probably right. It's not going to be enough of a blip for them to care. Um, But I think this all feeds into a bigger conversation about fighting games in general because we just saw Capcom do a lot to try to get uh, Street Fighter up to speed. Two updates. And for them, that's a lot because we go a long-ass time without any note from Capcom at all in the Mm -hmm. past. So they're really turning around and like acknowledging this on a level that for them is is, uh, pretty – it's a pretty high clip. 
And you got to think that more and more are going to follow in suit. I wanted to uh, rewind back to a point you made about uh, competitive Smash being on Nintendo's radar. It already is. They don't want it on the radar. They, They would be perfectly happy if the competitive side of Smash just sort of went away, faded into oblivion. Mm-hmm. because they what? don't want that associated with their game because they feel that mm-hmm. it'll scare people off the, the connection. Yeah. That the connection they have with the competitive side of things, if they were to cater more to that would drive away more people from the more casual side, than it would bring in from the competitive side. And we and know that seen it with the, is that just theory? Well, I mean, you can, you can see what they've done. Um, you know, they have not put any money in in the competitive side in terms of supporting tournaments. Uh, the so tournaments they have supported by it. Online. Yeah, okay. and by and large, they've been with the the more casual rule set with items on yeah. and that sort of thing. Uh, that you know, they want to keep. You know, they're embra- they're not embracing tournament play at this point. They're, they're sort of like giving them sort of a hover hand. Like, hey, yeah, you guys, yeah, you're cool. Keep that up. Don't get too close over here, but, you know, do your thing. That's fine. And that's about, about as good as you're going to get. That they balance the game regularly. Well, you can balance Does a game for casual play. You can balance a game for casual play, and you can balance a game for high-level stuff. You know, the fact that they balance it doesn't necessarily mean one way or the other that they're catering to a casual audience or they're catering to uh, the tournament audience or some sort of combination. Uh, I just feel like with their other, yeah, with their other actions, I think it's pretty clear that they don't necessarily want competitive Smash to be the first thing people think of when they think of Smash. Sora Sakurai's been... Sakurai probably took one good look at that one kid throwing a crab at Hungry Box and said, "Nah." I mean, which yeah. I, I still or don't understand. Be a crab how item the next... There should be a crab that you can throw at people and then make it in DLC. Why not? Oh, because they don't want to draw attention to the competitive uh, scene. Do you guys right? remember there was that there was that one GIF or like this one video rolling around a, a couple weeks ago of uh, an airport uh, luggage check with just crabs everywhere. Like, I guess somebody tried to fly with crabs, and they were just everywhere, like, all over, like, climbing on everything. And uh, and somebody was like, oh, this is what it looked like when people were going to that Maryland tournament. That's I remember seeing that in passing. Trevzor, thank you for the 20 months. Thank you for not being yes. a crab. That oh, three? that's a tier three shit, dude. Man. And is that you. three in a row, which means we've got another it's main squeeze for a week? It's two. Oh, One more. Uh, you, you know, Sakurai has said as much in interviews before. Uh, like this was a while ago. It's like his his initial attention intentions for Smash Bros. was for it to be a party game, and maybe that's changed a little bit since then. Because I'm thinking this is back in like the brawl days where they you know they put in trips just to counter the competitive side of things. So it's like they haven't gone out of their way to slow down the competitive scene. Uh, but I but I don't I don't disagree with you. I'm trying to like maybe see if I can poke holes in the argument or or put some more weight on the other side just to, you know for to be fair. So fanatical um, fanatical milk in the chat actually brings up a very good point. Uh, is it part of the Jap the Japan esports union? Like that's kind of a big that's 
I, I'm trying to pull up their uh, list of games right now. I think that would be uh, a pretty big indication. I agree with Fanatical Milk on that one in the chat. Hey, Google. Yeah, that would be a big indicator. Is Smash but part list of the Sports Union? First thing it gives me is a list of Christian video games. Uh, here we go. Jesus. Here we go. Uh, Smash is not currently listed uh, as a Jesu game. There are 14 uh, titles uh, listed. Uh, Pez 2020 eFootball, mm-hmm. uh, Guilty Gear Exerd, Grand Blue Fantasy Versus, uh, Call of Duty Modern, Modern Warfare, Street Fighter V, Tekken 7, DOA 6, Teppin, uh, BB Central Fiction, BB Tag, Puyo Puyo, um, Rainbow Six Siege, and two other titles, uh, Monster Strike, and one other uh, uh, Puzzle Dragons. Puzzles and Dragons. That's wow. the other one. That's an esports. Um, yeah, actually, Kwanzai brings up another good point. Uh, remember the Evo Japan winner got a controller. Yeah, that was the thing. That they dropped. Uh, that was... <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to test the ruggedness somehow. Um, but yeah, I think that's a pretty good... I, I'd be I'd be interested to see if uh, the Jesu reached out to Nintendo to see if uh, they wanted... Smash in there. Because it's interesting, right? Like, they have Puyo Puyo, so that's a Sega thing. Uh, they have Rainbow Six Siege. They have Puzzles and Dragons and Teppin, which are both uh, gung-ho online stuff, which are fucking huge. Um, what else? Side game stuff. Yeah, Bandai Namco yeah. stuff. Capcom yeah, stuff. Namco. Yeah. Got Capcom represented. Arxis. Uh, I'm I'm There's actually no surprised that Call of Duty isn't on there, but you know, what do I know? Nothing. That's what you know. Riddle me this, you guys. Um, I might just be a little bit conservative in my approach uh, for competitive gaming and this transition to and all this crap that the kids are doing these days. But um, is there any reason for like kind of a fear that online might become the norm before it evolves far enough along that it can be kind of regarded as the same, like have the same amount of validity as offline play. And if it does that, then there's more and more and more people that embrace online and that becomes what fighting games are. And that's accepted because right now we're playing for $10,000. It's like, you can say online is ah it doesn't matter, but it like it matters, and so like you're driven to start just practicing in the lag and what's best and the best strategies to win in the environment you're in. So it's naturally going to drive people to play online and the online style that's full of kind of like shenanigans. But like, will that become the norm now if we do this too early when we don't have the technology and the connections to really get the fighting game experience? And will the fighting game experience devolve and kind of dumb down? So I have two points well, on that. I- I have two points on that. Sorry. One, uh, it's not like whether it happens too early. Like, it has to happen now. What's the alternative, right? I mean, yeah, like, we have some states that are opening up and shit. Like, uh, I think racing is a thing now. Like, dirt racing. I mean, we take a break. And all this other stuff. Locals Uh, or, like, majors could come back after the COVID thing. I don't think this is the end for majors. No, no. But I'm saying we don't have to make the shift to online right now. 
Yeah, but look, we need something, right? Sure. Like, there has to be something to fill that void, and we don't have any other option than to play stuff online. That's my first point. My second point is, um, I don't know if you guys saw, but Skullgirls recently had an update on their Netflix. Yeah, so I was going to bring that up. Yeah. Where... Two. They, they've, 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 there's a second version of it now. So the game that never dies, uh, yeah, there's basically what the new patch does is it the game normally when you have online play, it constantly sort of resyncs gradually. Um, if one player gets too far ahead, it kind of pulls them back. But the game itself, in order to run faster, has occasional skip frames. You know, it will skip a frame of animation. Um, what the game does, what what this new patch does, is um, if a player is g- getting farther ahead, it will catch it up by just not having them skip the frame of animation, but having the player who who is behind get that frame skip. So, so it's a better experience. The players don't uh, notice it and. You know, I've seen nothing but good things about the patch. The the second version just sort of updates how they handle that. Um, yeah, no, but yeah, I, 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 I just wanted to point out, like, um, I've seen, I saw, what was it? I think it was the Kill Sage that was uh, yeah. tweeting a lot about it, saying that he was playing people across the pond uh, over in ye old England and in Europe with phenomenal results. Uh, like, like fan, like Street Fighter Five fan netcode patch results, probably better to be honest. Uh, so that's that shit's encouraging to see, like cross continental play that feels buttery smooth and doesn't feel like a giant hassle. Yeah, and I think like if that was the the netcode quality or the uh, online experience that uh, players who were playing like the AAA games. We're getting, by and large, there wouldn't be that question of legitimacy. You know, Chaos has fantastic netcode, mm-hmm. and they had a lot of online events, and they were treated by that community, approximately at least, as legitimate as an offline event because there was that near parity in experience between online and offline. That's not the case with Street Fighter V. That's not the case with Tekken 7. That's not the case with Grand Blue. Mm-hmm. You know, if if we have one of those AAA titles really nail the online experience out the box, I, I think we would possibly get to that point where, you know, online isn't seen as illegitimate. It, it's seen as something that is, or at least can be put close to uh, the same importance on as an offline event. But we're not there yet, at least for some of these bigger games. Yeah. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't a way to qualify into the KI World Cup to just be at the top of the leaderboard and ranked? Yeah. Uh, online leaderboards had part. What? Uh, excuse me. Was a component of qualifying. Qualifying. I can talk. I swear. Uh, also, with the um, battle for the grid circuit for the Power Rangers game. In-game rankings were part of that as well. Yeah. Uh, how is the netcode for Battle for the Grid? I don't think I've actually... I've played it a little bit, and it felt super fun, but I just never got into it. I didn't have the time. 
I I haven't had any experience with it myself, so I couldn't tell you. I'm sorry. You know, uh, as I think about it, and I think about what it would look like to get to a place like you're saying, Steve, where we have online that's not offline, but it's close enough. And then you have the inevitable um, situations. Like you could say it happens in grand finals, it happens in top eight, whatever, but this could happen at any point during the tournament. And I think it would still have a relevant impact, but it's like at the very end of a match and it's this dramatic moment, uh, you know, something goes awry and it's clearly because of lag. Like a a combo gets dropped because of that like moment. And it's like, those are the kinds of things that you're going to have to be okay with. But how do people process that? Like, is there an asterisk next to the winner's name in everybody's mind when they look at it? Or like, can can that sort of environment truly be looked at as like an objective display of what we're looking for when we look at competitive fighting games? And and I I'm not super against it because uh, I, I like let's give a little bit here. You know, it's like yeah, well maybe someday we're strong enough with our internet to to completely replicate offline, but we're not there yet. So give it a little bit, you know, and it's like, it is what it is. So I get that. But how would people legitimately take that? Could they say, okay, this is a legitimate conclusion to the tournament, despite the fact that I just saw so-and-so drop their combo. And it was very clearly because there was a lag spike at a terrible moment. Uh, We've seen people, people's controller controllers get disconnected or sticks break. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's a huge moment. Yep. Does does our other our other esports played out online? I feel yeah. like they kind of are, right? Yeah. And so that stuff yeah. is already possible. Yeah. Like, um, uh, actually, you know, it's funny you mentioned that. I remember a Counter Strike uh, Global Offensive tournament happened where a player got banned for cheating mid tournament because they were playing online and the anti cheat system like booted them from the game and they couldn't play anymore. And it so, was for sure an online event. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. and um, I mean, we had this discussion the, uh, before. LCS. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, sorry, sorry. LCS is completely online now. Yeah. And I mean, that we was... had this discussion before where every look, we're we're, we're kind of the exception. We're, I don't think we're the exception, but we're extra sensitive to this shit because we're. You know, we're dependent on Counting frames. frames. Yeah, we're yeah. we're looking at the very fine details. So when you add something like a uh, the variable of the internet, where you know packets can get dropped and things aren't necessarily as stable as they can be, uh, we're gonna feel it. And FPS players probably feel that though, don't they? Yeah, but it's not like I feel. I feel like with FPSs, they can get away with uh, with slow down and with other things. Uh, more so than they can with fighting games. Now, yeah. I'm not saying and, and that, I'm not like... saying that one is faster than the other, one's better than the other. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying it's two completely different things. And because FPS games are bigger in scale, right? Like you're running across a giant map. So if you notice like one frame off, or you're not going to notice like one frame of a difference on this giant map, right? You're not going to notice like the like the walking animations are. I, I actually, you know, what? I would be very curious to know the difference between. Uh, the uh, the animation for a jab in Street Fighter Five and the animation for crouching in Call of Duty or something like that. I'd be curious to see like what the frames are. But you're not, you know, you, the comparison you're making I don't think is the best one because 
Yeah, they'll okay. they'll notice if there's a delay in, uh, in how fast their how fast their gun or gun reacts. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. they'll or they they'll notice it. It won't necessarily manifest itself in the same ways that it does in a fighting game. Right. But absolutely, if there's any sort of lag, they will notice it. Even if it's a small amount, they will notice it. Here's here's the way that. Here's the big difference with FPSs and fighting games. With a first-person game, we've all played them. You know what happens when you disconnect, right? You can still move around, but the world itself stops. So the different, like the 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 lag issues don't necessarily affect gameplay, in the sense that like it doesn't affect how fast you move or how fast you shoot, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It affects how you perceive the world. It's still an interruption to the game, though. Yes. But I guess that might be valid or, or relevant when you're analyzing if it's worth, like, if it invalidates the competitive, you know, event or match or whatever. But it sounds like that's already a thing in other genres, and people are okay with it. And so, I mean, I don't know if there's if like there's a certain amount of lag, and there's like a, a like a, an allowable amount. There's got to be, right? I should probably look into this more because it's fascinating. <laughs> uh, but. Yeah, so so, and I guess that kind of answers our question roughly. I think like once we get to a certain point, people will uh, accept it, and then inevitably we're going to get better and better and closer and closer to offline as things progress. So uh, maybe it is okay that it's happening now, but uh, but damn, it also feels like fighting games are behind the curve when it comes to just online net play or uh, you know like network play, and. Uh, it sucks because they also require the most precision, like you were saying. Man, I, if I can speak freely, I think people just need to suck it the fuck up. Like, just play the game online. Yeah, it's not the same as playing offline, but who the fuck cares? It's what we got. Enjoy it. Don't take it so. Don't don't take it so personal. <laughs> and well, I know it's, when you're I know, playing I know it's for thousands that. of I know, dollars. I know, I know, I know, I know. I know it's it's funny. I say don't take it so seriously when you're playing for a ridiculous amount of money, but that's at the same time, it's like, it's out of your control. It's going to happen. It's uh like, I think my, the favorite quote I heard is like, you can't expect to play in a tournament online and not get lag. It's like going to the pool and not expecting to get wet. Have you uh, heard about the meme that has emerged in the smash community because of this? Which one? Oh no. The, the, it's like you go, I haven't seen it directly, but I was talking to uh, Justin about it. He was saying it's like, <laughs> we're getting secondhand reports of memes, people. Well, the, I, I believe it. Just don't worry. Um, but it's that you would call, you would call, uh, for a lag test, but you do it if you're losing. Right. So that's like the low level galaxy brain, like the regular brain. And then calling when you're up two zero is like a higher level one. And then calling for a lag test because people are doing it so often after you've already won is the highest level of galaxy brain. But that's becoming a thing now. It's almost like calling time out. Well, I had... Do they stop mid-game? Or is it between... In between. Okay. I I haven't seen that. I did see a TO uh, who was running an online event Post part of a uh, conversation he had with two players who uh, were both reporting issues with an online match. Uh, one mm-hmm. of the requirements was that they had to have a hardwired Ethernet connection um, t- 
to do a lag test, and they couldn't, for whatever reason, they said they couldn't do the lag test. So the TO says, well, I guess all I can do is just have you take a picture of your your hardline setup, your Ethernet setup, and we can look at it from there. And then they both said, you know what? I lied. I was actually playing on <laughs> Wi-Fi, but I haven't had any other issues except for this match. And then the TO disqualified them both. Fuck yeah, good. Good. Um, some, so actually, Turbochon brought up... Well, wait a, wait a fucking second, Elon, because you were just saying a second ago that everyone just needs to suck it up and just take it, and it is what it is. If With that attitude, I feel like you're okay with people playing on Wi-Fi as well. I don't see why that's suddenly... There's a line between that and what we're here's doing. The, here's the sitch. Here's the sitch. If you're playing on a tournament where the rules are you have to be hardwired, follow the rules. Fair if enough. you're not playing Fair on a tournament, enough. if you're playing for fun, fuck it. Who cares? Play in the lag. Laugh at it. It's funny. Uh, something something Turbochon brought up I think is a good point too is FPSs and other adversarial esports games uh, also because they it consists more than from uh, it consists of more than just two people fighting each other. It's a large number of people. They are server based. So it's people connecting to a server. So that server runs a lot better than two people trying to connect to each other and having the variable internet connections go all sorts of crazy. How does it look when it when it works though? What do you mean? With your finger illustration? Uh, server based. It's everybody going into the server. So um, okay, peer to peer. It's just. But if they're uh, variable connections, then it's. What's it look like when they when it works? Oh, right on. <laughs> uh, sorry for our audio viewers that don't get to see what happened. <laughs> oh, uh, I am not yeah. sorry for our audio. <laughs> our audio viewers. Our audio viewers. Shut up. You know what I meant. Okay, I'm sorry. Everybody gets a discount for this episode. You don't have to pay as much for this one because of Lon keeps fucking up. How am I fucking up? Audio viewers. That's how you fucked up. Amongst a few other things. Okay, well, get the sun out of your eyes so we can see your camera better. Uh, I'm just trying to find faults now just so I can have some sort of... (laughs) Well, you have stupid hair. Oh, yeah, well, your face is a velociraptor. Dude, come on. I said it. Don't go there. Yeah, I said it. All right, what else is on the docket? Uh, Um, You mentioned Street Fighter V. I did want to mention before we get too far away from there. Uh, Street mm-hmm. Fighter Five through May 6th uh, has unlocked all of the characters. So if you don't have any of the... If there's any characters you don't have, uh, you have the next week or so uh, to give them a shot. Mm. So, That's not and that just inc- season four? It's, no, it's all 40 characters. Everybody. Including season four. Everybody. Um, it's the full game. Um, there, so wait, what? I was going to say something. Oh, okay. So last week, and I, I wish I would have confirmed this, but last week we got a tweet from uncle wizard, Mr. Wizard, Mr. Uncle Wizard, uh, saying that he was going to have some announcements about Evo. Mm -hmm. Did we get those announcements? No. Uh, he said last week, quote, sorry, I had it up and then I closed it. But now I've got it back. Uh, it is actually two weeks ago. Uh, we plan to update everyone soon on what's going on for Evo 2020. Stay safe and enjoy video games in the meantime. 
hashtag Evo 2020. Okay, so he didn't give a specific time frame. I thought there was a specific Maybe time his frame. update. Speaking of specific time frames, uh, 17 months is the specific time frame that Space Dive has subscribed to us. So thank you, Space Dive. Hey, uh, thank you. Which means Maybe one more week. Was... One more week of Main Squeeze. Oh, yeah. Hey, oh. Thank you, everybody, for keeping the Main Squeeze alive. Hmm. You can say you hate it, so... but if you're keeping it alive, that speaks for itself. <laughs> Uh, we did get an update for one event. Mm-hmm. What, yesterday, right? Uh, yes, and that is CEO. Uh, Jabali announced yesterday via Twitter uh, that CEO 2020 will all but certainly be postponed to December. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, quote, official news on CEO 2020 this Friday. Just working on the paperwork and hotel stuff this week to move it from June to December. 92% voted they would attend, if possible, later this year. If you booked a room for June, you'll get an email from me before they reopen the block. So, um, we mentioned it a few weeks ago. Uh, Jabali sent out a um, survey to uh, potential attendees of CEO 2020 asking if they would prefer to keep the date in June or postponed to a date in December. Uh, uh, obviously, 92% of respondents said, let's aim for December, so that appears to be uh, what's happening. We should get official word on that on Friday. But yeah, CEO 2020 looks to be a December event uh, for now. Good. Um, yeah, I hope, I hope things are better by December so we can all enjoy CEO. Right around Christmas time, uh, man. That's gonna that's gotta be weird because I always associate CEO with summer, as I'm sure everybody else does, much like the Olympics. Yeah, so you know, SoCal weird. regionals used to happen really. Does is it used to happen really early in the year? Yeah, right next to NorCal regionals, and then uh, one year they just they there was some issue or something with the venue. Or I'm not sure exactly the reasoning, but they kicked it down to like October. And they started playing it out in October after that. Mm-hmm. Is SCR the one that stopped running? Well, I think Vie decided to, and and uh, and Jimmy uh, decided to take a year off, if I recall. Okay. Uh, and this was the fucking year off to take, man. If that's the case. <laughs> well, the the crazy thing is they had a bunch of other. So I think what they were doing is they they were getting not getting rid of, but they were trying something different than SoCal Regionals, right? Because they had like a like a few tournaments that were like for each tour, right? Cause they had like the, uh, the Tekken tournament, what's it called? Like electric cancel. Uh, they yes. had another anime tournament happening, uh, that was going to be part of the Arc Revo world tour. Uh, and then they were going to have a street fighter one, the name of which I currently don't remember, which is bothering me. Um, but yeah, uh, it was, it was cool to see that they were going to have like smaller events but for a more specialized audience which is good and bad i guess just because like yeah it's great that you're uh specializing in these games and you can have like the hardcore community for those games there but then we're gonna be missing out on like the you know the big style events of the fgc but i guess you can have one with the other simultaneously as well so i don't know what i'm saying 
and I'm and stuck that, into it. Yeah. Uh, uh, did ahead. we did we want to talk about how the uh, the bans continue for LTG and Ceroblast? Oh boy. Do we do we have to? <laughs> well, here's we the should thing. at least mention I, it. Okay. That's it's news for sure, right? And maybe we already kind of said whatever needs to be said or explored it as far as we could, and this development isn't going to help us get any further with it. But the development is that Capcom has come out with a statement saying that both players are banned from all Capcom-related events and that uh, it's a global ban for the foreseeable future. Um, I don't remember the, the language off the exact top of my head. It felt like it was they might um, re-examine it later, but I'm not sure. Uh, but the point is, they banned both of these players now, and that like it goes right along with last week what we were talking about, saying that this is a kind of a can of worms because if we're doing this kind of like retcon and what is it, uh, social media necromancy? I think someone put <laughs> like going back through people's stuff and uh, and if we're like like. Does it stop with Ceroblast and LTG, or do you continue to go out to other players? And where's the line? And how do you, um, you know, what kind of parameters are actually being set? And it was big when CEO and Combo Breaker did it. It got even bigger when Evo did it. But now Capcom has done it, and that's even more events, uh, more places that these people are banned. So I don't know if there's more to be said. I, I guess I don't have much more to be saying to say about it than like this is kind of scary, uh, but I do still think it fizzles out here. Just it's weird. Capcom jumped in and did it too. It's like, ugh, okay, okay, okay. Now fizzle, but yeah. I don't know. I think. I've did you guys have anything to say about it? I think I've said <laughs> yeah. all I wanted to say about it last week. Uh, Steve, you have anything? I have lots of things. Uh, I'm not going to share them at this time. <laughs> okay. Um. Don't be an ass. That's all. You know, it it, it feels like. 99% of all of, of blow-up Tuesdays throughout the history of, of the FGC could be avoided if people just followed that one rule. Don't be an ass. I, I That's agree. it. I agree. That's it. I agree. It's all you got to do. It's all you got to do. I agree. And I think we yeah, just let sleeping dogs lie, yeah. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that anymore because I feel like we're yeah, about it, 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 it's. It, I I feel like it's a topic we're going to have to address again mm-hmm. soon because, like you said, the line has been drawn. We we talked about this last week. If that's going to be the line, then there's going to be a whole bunch of people who have crossed that line who will cross that line. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's going to be a big question of how do we deal with that? Um, and I'm not sure we're really ready for that conversation. I'm not really sure if we're ready for that sort of line in the sand being drawn. Yeah. Just bury it real deep down, never bring it up again. Yep. Just like I do with all my feelings. Yep, uh, same. <laughs> You can you can share your feelings here. I am, this, is, this is a good place to share. Feelings. I am indifferent. <laughs> In general, though, I, I mean, if 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 life's got you down, life's got me down. I'll, mm. I'll be honest. I'm life's got me down. 
Yeah. I feel same, like same goes to you. Yeah. You can share your feelings here too, Steve, and we will listen. And if you just want us to be listening ears, we'll just be listening ears. If you want our feedback, we'll give it. And the chat's going to give feedback regardless. They're going yeah, to talk shit no matter have, what. That's fine. And chat, if you have feelings you want to share, you are also welcome to share them. Uh, I, I will say um, I do not have the ability nor the authority to give passes. So if anyone asks, I can't help you. <laughs> Like I know, some people might think I have that 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 in that little you know path to pass them. I don't got it. I'm sorry. The passes really exist. There are some people who you know we we get together and say you know what they're fine. It's cool. (laughs) There's a whole council. There's a whole set of rules for this. We meet on Thursdays. It, it's kind of like it's kind of like the stone cutters, but not quite the stone cutters. I was I was uh, outside of Super Arcade. I talked about it last week. I was given a pass. I have not taken advantage of it, but the same. I don't know if that's valid. I really don't feel like it is. I think it's a trap. There's a lot. There's a lot I'm of uh, there's a lot of false ones out there. There's a lot of. Yeah. Uh, I haven't sent it in to find out if it's ver- to verify. <laughs> Got to put it under UV light, and make sure it's you can, legit. You can mail it to me. I'll take it to the next meeting, and we can see. <laughs> uh, I, I can get you that certificate of authenticity. You have to. What's it like? Draw on it. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I'm not going to use it either way. Uh, I'm just curious about the how the system works, but. Uh, Wow, we turned this into a very lighthearted and fun conversation. We, we, here's the thing: you know how dollar bi- how uh, doll- like twenty dollar bills have that security strip? Uh, yeah, that's what got I was that getting. UV color changing ink, depending on how we we've got very similar uh, steps in place for our past. <laughs> we don't we don't disclose all of them. Uh, we, we in an attempt to. Uh, Avoid counterfeiting, but you know, there, there there are measures in place uh, that we can take to make sure that a pass is valid. Okay. Well, I think the big <laughs> should I say this? There was I a think... meme I just saw. Recently. There, there was the the Willy Wonka golden ticket. <laughs> <laughs> His eyes are just like so lit up, and then it cuts to the ticket. They change the text on it. Oh my god. god. You guys, is that one of the methods of? <laughs> Here, here's my question, and this might be something I have to take to the council. Who gets to be the Oompa Loompas in that situation? <laughs> because when they fuck up in the chocolate factory afterwards, they're getting dragged off screen, and there might be, you know, you know, we're not going to say, we're not going to say, but but there's possibly that could be a movie. You could you could make a show off of oh, oh my god! And what are the lyrics to the song? Cue ball. Uh, we are not going to discuss that here. Um, I, I have to take that to the council. Oh man, <laughs> so many jokes. <laughs> so, anyways, we we are a fighting game podcast. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and show <laughs> trying to start some fights. <laughs> Oh man, okay. 
Maybe it's the Ugandan casket guys. <laughs> Maybe they're the ones who uh, fill that Oompa Loompa role. Oh my gosh, man, that that's oh. just perfect timing for that uh, meme to catch fire. Oh, no FGC. For everybody, for the entire world, um, you know oh, that is something that would, that's something that would have legs at any point. But it feels like it's very, very right place, right time, right now. Oh dear God! Twenty twenty has some rain clouds over it, huh? Yeah, just just a couple. <laughs> yeah, think. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, okay, so I want to ask you guys this. Uh, John, I know last week you said you had a mini breakdown after playing Street Fighter. Have you played Street oh, yeah. Fighter since? Dude, I've been playing at least an hour every day and having fun. Is that fucking crazy and bonkers? Uh, I, I went back to playing Kage. I bit the bullet, and uh, it was because of that like breakdown. And it was it's not like a breakdown. I didn't like, oh, cry and stuff. But I took like half the day of work off, and I was really fucking mad. You know, like, I was so angry. Um, and it was like this, I, I just kind of like paced around my house and, and sort of uh, like went through it in my head for a little bit. I went for a really hard run where even when I was super tired, it just kind of kept going to try to like work the emotion out. And then I sat back down and I played for like two hours and I, I opened it up from, uh, I usually do four to five bars, but I opened it three to five. And sure enough, I started getting matches and they were pretty decent. And it's also kind of cool because whenever you do that, the brain tends to keep working on problems, you know, even after you leave the problem alone. And it seems to me that that happens with fighting games as well, because I hadn't played for a while and let alone, I hadn't played Nikali specifically for a while, but I sat back down and uh, it was rough at first. Like the first day of playing, I didn't do very well, but then everything kind of clicked and the bike motion kind of uh, came back to me. Right. And I was able to just kind of glide again. And not only was I back to like winning, but I had uh better vision. I was able to implement some new stuff. Uh, I recently posted an article about a, um, some tech that Phenom posted. It's just a option select with punishing, but it's like that immediately helped my game level up. So there's a lot of um, encouraging things going on all simultaneously. And I've yo-yoed quite a bit from just like absolutely not wanting anything to do, not only with Street Fighter V. In that moment, it was like I didn't want anything to do with fighting games. And I'm not sure if it was Street Fighter V or if it was more to it than that. It's probably a bigger than just Street Fighter V picture. But anyways, um, kind of yo-yoed back around and uh, am having fun playing, you know, for what it is and just kind of embracing it. And a lot of it was uh, shifting my 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 approach to it um, and my expectations of it. It's like, stop trying to treat this uh, like it's going to be an offline experience. It's not. Let all this stuff happen. Just work on what you're going to work on and um, – kind of go with it and go like water around the obstacles instead of crashing into every single one of them, you know? So, yeah, that's what I said earlier. You laugh at it. It's yeah. funny. I, I think this could be a period where, you know, for some people at least, uh, that they're going to learn a whole lot more about their games, uh, and their characters and their matchups than they could have, you know, off, with offline. Because when you go to, when you go to offline, you have that experience, obviously. You have the players who know you, know your tendencies, and can play against your tendencies. But you also have basically the same group of players that you're playing against. You know, the same mm-hmm. 20, 30 people. Uh, yes. And there's certainly value in playing those players. 
but there's also value in you know having access to a wide variety of play styles you know having a wide variety of Nikali's to play against instead of okay everyone you know how does John play this matchup because someone will have some different ideas plus you have a whole bunch of people streaming you know more often than ever before so now you have a chance to learn from those higher level players that maybe you wouldn't have quite as much of an opportunity to learn from uh, during regular tournament season because a lot of their time would be spent, you know, either attending tournaments or preparing for tournaments. Mm-hmm. Word. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you just have to find your own fun in the game, right? Like, for a very large amount of time, I was just playing Gil, and my goal was just to parry as much as possible because that shit was fun. Uh, and Gil's parry works on, like, reuse. Uh, but recently... I started playing Seth in Street Fighter Five, and that character is unbelievably fun. Holy shit! Like, what about her? Him, man, like stealing somebody's move and then fucking them up with it is like so satisfying. Like, as a former Karen player, like getting like the Karen's dash and then doing a tenko into a like a a stupid combo after stealing it, and you know my you. I still don't think I have ever gotten as much satisfaction out of a video game as when I dash up SPD somebody or dash up, uh, <laughs> dash up SPD as Zangief with Seth. Like there is nothing better in any fighting game or any game in general than as Seth dash up SPD as Zangief. Uh, yeah, I, I like to do that with uh, Nikali because you're you're constantly backing up against Zangief and they're just like on the prowl. If they're not ready for a forward sudden forward dash command grab after thirty or more seconds of just kind of like oh look at me I'm so scared, it's the best. You're right. You're right. Yeah, you gotta find your own fun. Um, like for example, I was playing uh, completely unrelated. I was playing Call of Duty Warzone yesterday with a couple friends, and I found my fun just driving around, and just like like I, instead of suppressing fire, I was the suppressing truck where I would just get a truck and like lead people away into other teams so that my team wouldn't have to fight them. And uh <laughs> like some of the funniest shit I've ever seen in a video game happened uh while I was doing that. Like I wound up like roofing a truck at some point and I couldn't get it out. Uh the physics in that game are fucking terrible, so I wound up getting a truck stuck like completely like vertically. You can't just wall. punch it and have it go. No. Uh because I think they have a – so I think the failsafe for that game is if you flip something, if you flip a vehicle, it explodes, right? And I didn't know that mm-hmm. until I got a truck wedged into some rocks and then tried to punch it, and it started tipping over upside down, and it exploded, and I died, and I lost the game. But it was fucking hilarious. Great it stuff. was fucking hilarious. So find your own fun. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, look. You, yeah, you can, I don't know if that's a catch-all, but – but look, There's some merit here, to here's it. the thing. You can. It's much like you said. You have to temper. It's not necessarily even temper your expectations. You have to change the way you think about stuff like this, right? Like we're. It can't be me. Nobody can be you. Nobody can be me, <laughs> except for me. Nobody can be you except for you. Nobody can be Steve except for Steve. Nobody can be. Uh, I don't know. But don't if you're Seth, you can be the other person. If you're no. Seth, you can. No, but be go you. ahead. Your your point. Uh, you you can't. Com- I I don't think you can compare 
the offline experience to an online experience, especially now because we don't have access to that offline experience unless we're roommates with somebody who also plays those games, right? Mm-hmm. So instead of try, instead of thinking, oh, this wouldn't happen if it was offline, blah 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 blah, find like something else to focus on, you know. And it's hard. Yeah. It's it's like shifting that mentality is tough. It's not easy, especially with everything else going on around us. It's hard to think about mentality. Period. Uh, but we still live in such a crazy time where we can still play our friends online hell you can even log into Skullgirls and play somebody in the middle east and have it feel pretty okay so find your own fun find your own fun i think that's the moral of the story here there were quite a few people who uh found their own fun this past weekend uh those who play fortnite did you see any of this Oh, there was a concert or something? You were in it? I didn't realize it, but a friend of mine who whom I haven't spoken to, I like random spoke to, and his thing is like he likes to play Fortnite. So I uh I, I said, Okay, well you know what, let me uh, let me update the game, we can play some before uh before I go to work. We got in, it was the concert thing, we're like, What the hell is this? It is just this huge moment. But the one time I played Fortnite in like the last six months, it was that. So what was it? Was it just a a concert? It was, yeah, it was, I mean, I didn't sit through enough of it. I like, there was some big bouncy heads of, uh, who is the, you can, you can explain it better than I can, Steve, for sure. So this was an in-game event in Fortnite, uh, that drew over 12 million concurrent viewers, which is incredibly impressive. Uh, Travis Scott. On Steam's record is like 20, okay. it's over 20 million. I don't know what it's exactly at now because it it's been broken a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Travis Scott of Sicko Mode fame uh, held a concert uh, in in the game. Uh, there was, it was this big visual spectacle. He came down in this, I don't know if it's a spaceship or whatever, he landed, he grew to like 40, like 70 feet tall, he was flashing all over the map, then he went to spit to underwater uh, to do another song, he did another song in space, and you were flying around with him. Um, <laughs> it was ridiculous. We're... Is that me? Oh, that is me. That's me trying to pull the link up. Sorry. Um, I won't play that. We won't play that on stream because it will certainly get uh, hit with copyright, but I will put a link to it in chat. So was it like instead of like you would boot up the game and you were about to go play, but instead of loading up and going into the game, you just were in this concert instead? Yeah, it was like the it it was was a stage. You could still kill people, but you'd just respawn. Okay. Yeah. So, like, the actual game couldn't be played during that time. It didn't seem like it. It was hard okay. to. I, we we couldn't figure it out if yeah, you could. Man, I love shit like that. Like, you remember a while ago when all of Fortnite like imploded and people started freaking out because nobody could play the game and like there were people getting like withdrawal or some shit. <laughs> yeah. I actually, it's funny because I actually booted up the game just to see it. 
<laughs> just to see the fucking black hole. <laughs> like, I love shit like that. Dude, dude. Fortnite's like, kind of lame, though. I, I don't, I'm not a fan I'm of the game, but I love it. the shit they do, yeah. It's, it's like, they, they're really good with their marketing, and but I think a lot of the people that play it are probably people that don't know any better. And man, I sound old, right? But, like... The, it's not that satisfying of gameplay and it's like a lot of it's it's a lot of flashy like slot machine colors coming at you version of of gaming okay, but man. like yeah i know i 100 percent embrace that but like that's also in my personal experience that's how i feel that game plays out it's it's like really watered down and kind of shitty i mean look but hey that's just me. and they're also like the most successful thing fucking ever so who yeah. am I? But... Um, no, and I mean, look, could you imagine if that should happen in, like, Street Fighter, where you're in the middle of a match and then all of a sudden, like, everything just, like, started, like, imploding in on itself? Not even the... It's, like, just the entire stage just started imploding in on itself, and then you just see, like, every other player on the same screen, and there's, like, a concert of, like, I don't know, Lupe Fiasco or some shit? No, it's, uh... It's uh, Delta Funky Homo Delta, Sapien. Delta Funky Homo Sapien. Oh. You're right. Or both. <laughs> uh, With a rival DJing in the background. <laughs> like, could you imagine? Like, I feel like I feel like uh, the fighting well, I, would, game... I think we'd rather have DJ nipples or whatever it was. <laughs> but like, here's the funny thing. I think uh, a live concert of Indestructible would be awesome. Uh, although I don't think Florida oh, really likes that. But I feel like the fighting game community would not take that very well. <laughs> <laughs> like with Fortnite, people were like, "Oh shit, a concert, dope." With fighting games, like, why'd you fucking stop my game? I was about to win. Fuck this. <laughs> They'd be mad at what? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I, I think the Fortnite crowd is also a lot younger, and that might be what it is. It's like we've had experiences with a lot of different games, uh, and this one is for a lot of people one of the main ones. You know, like the first that they've they've really consumed at this level and such. And I, I bet that's the case for a lot of people that play. And so they wouldn't like know any better either. It's just also what I everyone's just wanna, doing. I just want to point out that there is a live version of Indestructible already. Uh, oh, it's so I did good. just link it in chat. Hmm. Uh, there's like, uh, if it, if I don't know if I remember correctly, cause I'd have to rewatch it. But it, wasn't there like, like bikes flowing or I don't know. I think there's pyro. I remember. Yeah, there's definitely pyro. I remember. I remember like bikes being part of it for some reason. Maybe I'm just crazy. Right Maybe I'm making things up. I don't know. Um, Got like trap doors in the stage and okay. electricity going everywhere. All right, since since we have about ten minutes, I do wanna I do wanna hit this up. Uh, what kind of in-game event? Like, game-interrupting in-game event, much like the Fortnite concert or, like, the Fortnite implosion or whatever, could a fighting game do that would, A, not piss off everybody, and, B, be a great experience? If uh, the screen slowly melted into this music video, which currently has people with samurai swords and armor dancing around and slashing their swords... Amidst fire. I feel like that pissed me off, though. Do, do, well, do you want the joke answer or the, the real answer? Hit, hit me with both. Okay, real answer the joke first. answer... 
the, no, I'm doing the joke answer first because mm-hmm. he said so. Okay. Right. So joke answer would be uh, like everyone's on Sagat stage and we're all watching Tiger King. <laughs> okay. Ah, cute. But the real answer that I actually just came up with is like if you had like that anime style Grand Blue Lobby, like mm-hmm. that, like everyone in there got to watch along with with a, a debuting movie, like mm. if they had Promare playing, <laughs> that that would actually be something fun. Yeah. Okay. A Miku concert? <laughs> or, yes! Uh, yes! <laughs> those things are legit. Like, like just watching the, watching concert? clips of those. Uh, Hatsune Miku? She's the You haven't seen her lady? in concert? The Vocaloid. Mm-hmm. They they have it a whole setup. So like, like they did this with the two girl, the squid pop stars from uh, what you call it, uh, Ink Splatoon. Game Pl- Splatoon. Yeah, but they have like a live band there, a real life band, and then they have these see through glass panes that they project an image on. So she's just dancing around through it. And like, and it's in three D. Like she's singing, but but the rest of the band is playing live. It's it's ridiculous, yeah. dude. It's crazy because it's straight up. It looks like she's there. Like that's the part that kind of amazes me. It's like the way they have that set up. It's like it's a hologram, but it's in three D space. So like she's, I don't know. Um, that'd be that'd be funny. Um, okay, you ready for my real answer though? Yes. Check this shit out. You're playing your fighting game. 1v1, you're fighting, 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 fighting. All of a sudden, everything stops. And, like, mid-match, doesn't even matter. Like, the screen starts shaking, like, hella earthquake. All of a sudden, you see a gigantic boss. Like, whatever the boss of the game is. Like, times 20. And then everybody else playing the fighting game, all of a sudden, everybody's in the same area. Turns, and then you all have to beat the boss. So, like, basically dramatic battle. Yeah, except the boss is hard. The difficult. The boss is difficult. So, so here's so you're basically thinking like that. Do you remember the launch commercial from for Pokemon Go when they first announced it, and they had like all of these people in Times Square with with like a countdown clock on the side, and they were all fighting this legendary, and then they took him down with like one second left and everyone busted into cheers. Basically that is what you're saying. Yeah. Make everybody that's playing the game strive towards one goal. Kind of like a, kind of like a raid in uh, an MMO where everybody's just like all fighting. Like this one giant dude. I'm sorry. I'm watching a Miku concert right now, dude. They, (laughs) (laughs) I want that to be um, your your response for everything going forward. <laughs> like anytime you turn on, I'm sorry, I'm watching a Miku concert right now. <laughs> I got hooked. Uh, uh, it's kind of cool, but like for two seconds, and then isn't this? Isn't it fucking stupid after two seconds? Like after it's cool, here's the, and then here's it's not this, anymore. Here's the thing. Yes, if, I agree if with you. you th- Hold on. Yes, I agree with you. After a while, it gets stupid, but the music's kind of good. <laughs> kind of like. I mean, that's music. fine. That's its own thing. 
I don't know. It's like it, it, maybe if it like if it's Tupac, then at least there's I don't know who this character is, Miku. Like if there's any legacy behind her, but at least like with Tupac, there's a there's more to it than just the the execution of the art of the uh, the animation. You know, it's like he has a whole album of, or a whole uh, uh, canon of songs and such, right? And, and the legacy behind them. But Miku's but this is just canon. like oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, Miku's you know what's got a canon? Miku's got lore. You know what's crazy, by the way? I found this out not too long ago. Um, everybody kept wondering, like, oh, man, what's Sega been up to since they stopped doing consoles? Miku mm. is a Sega product. Sega does that shit. <laughs> Sega's responsible for Hatsune Miku, so all you Hatsune Miku lovers or whatever, <laughs> thank the Sega overlords. So... Mm. But oh, um, actually, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna add an addendum to <laughs> to my uh, my mega boss fight idea. What if you were you know you were playing a game, all of a sudden everything starts earthquaking, then everybody that's playing the game at the same time is now in this one thing, and you're all fighting this giant boss, and the giant boss is the next character that's getting released, and when you beat him, it gets released. That's tight. Um, but everyone's going to be like, where the fuck are my points that uh, you just interrupted? It's funny if everyone just loses points. <laughs> yeah, but you get a new character. Yeah, but it's funny if Capcom takes away... I'm thinking of Street Fighter Five specifically. Oh, so... And I'm just thinking that everyone... So, like, like, the main problem that they'd have... <laughs> no, no, no. So, it's like, just like if you rage quit. Like, again, it, it, it's like... <laughs> they just pin you for rage quitting. So- Go ahead, Steve. So 99% of the audience would be in favor of that. And then you got Cax Blastered over here who's like, no, give me my points. I want my spot. <laughs> Screw the character. Um, Alon. Yes. We're almost at the end of the show. Do you? Right. What are you doing after this? I don't know, getting dinner? Oh, I see what you're doing now. I'm sorry. Um, okay, fine. I didn't really want to talk about it, but everybody's putting me on the spot now because I tweeted about it. Uh, so the theater I work at, since we're all stuck in the coronavirus, as Efren would say, where we cannot gather and comedy theaters are in the business of gathering, um, we've pivoted the business from the physical theater to Twitch. And we are getting mighty close to uh, hitting that partnership threshold. Uh, we just need a little bit of help with viewership. So if you go to twitch.tv forward slash coldtowntv, I'm going to write it in the chat. Uh, twitch.tv forward slash coldtowntv. Bam. Go there. Hit that follow button over there. Uh, we're affiliates now, so you can subscribe. We have emotes coming and shit. Um, and they stream every night at 8 o'clock. Uh, and it's different programming every night of the week. Uh, on Friday, Saturday, uh, I run stuff Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, as of right now. Uh, though I see I have a text, so I'm assuming whoever was running it today is having issues, so I might have to run tonight. It'll be great. Um, but it's all comedy shows. So, for example, tonight we have a uh, comedy podcast called Hi, uh, Hi, How Are You? Which is where uh, one of our local comedians, his name is Devin Coleman, who's a good friend of mine. Uh, interviews his friends and they talk about 
you know, comedy theory and like where they started and where they're at. He had on uh, Rick Younger last week, who is in uh, Mean Girls on Broadway. Uh, and it was super interesting. On Wednesdays, they have a mental health podcast called uh, Yeah, But Are You Happy, which is about uh, the intersection of mental health and comedy, which is like, you know, people believe that you're at your funniest when you're depressed. So they explore a lot of that on Friday and Saturday. We have straight up comedy shows where we have uh, comedy troops doing bits, uh, doing all the laughs, all the yuck ups uh, And we have a bunch of like uh, local movie screenings and all this other stuff. So uh, if you guys are into exploring something new, Give that uh, twitch.tv forward slash TV a follow and see if you like their stuff and help out a local business that's struggling in this uh, world where the Paycheck Protection Program is out of money and they can't claim it. So that's in a half hour. Uh, those of you who wish to uh, continue with the FGC side of things, Ultra Chen TV is about to start. They've got a special guest, Joe Monday, uh, who runs the R Street Fighter tournaments. They're going to be talking to him about online events and all of that good stuff, the state of online play in general. All right, hold on. The person that's running the show tonight is calling me. I want to answer this on the air. Hey, Preston, you're on the air while I'm at work. What's up? Yes. Okay, let me get off of work, and I'll call you in a bit. <laughs> Bye, Preston. <laughs> I didn't expect them to just gloss over that like that. Oh, shit. I love answering weird phone calls on air. Uh, I was hoping that was going to be a lesson for him to not call me before <laughs> before I'm off of here. But anyway, uh, it is 7.30, so I do believe it is time for us to go. Wait. Hold it. Hold. Hold. Are we are we doing Hold. The, the fade out again? Hold. Holding. There we go. Holding. This has been our show. Thank you for joining us. Uh, I've been Elon. That's John Velociraptor Guerrero. And that over there is Steve. The main squeeze, Ace King, Opsu Uh Anything else before we leave, gents? Love you, Missy. Take care of yourselves. Good night, Canada. Okay. Goodbye, everybody. You are loved. You are loved. Goodbye, everybody.